recording. We are, we are live. There we go. Saints and Sinners podcast, Sports. You got a date to throw on us or what? Oh, man, I don't even know what the date is. I believe it is June 4th, 2020. Very, man. very pivotal time, man. Uh, very very shitty old time. 2020, they could, they, could, they could throw that one back. Can I get a well, yeah, on 2020? Well, that's, you know, that's how we kind of – Threw that down in the article uh, on tailgate504.com. It's like, can we hit the reset button? I mean, this year started with the tragic death, you know, of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, among other friends, in that helicopter crash in Calabasas. COVID-19 reared its ugly head afterwards, which is still an issue to, you know, this time. And we've seen some senseless killings, man, racially motivated behavior. Unfortunate incidents that's really, like, kind of taking the world by storm right now. I mean, what do you, I mean, look, man, let's get right to it. I mean, let's be real. I mean, I got his jersey right over my shoulder, man. I'm never going to turn my back, you know, on somebody for one statement, man. But it was, it was bad timing um, with Drew Brees in the comment that he made. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's got a lot of people feeling a certain type of way. Um, you know, it, he's taking it on the chin, like, really bad, and, um, I give him some credit, you know. I was uh, I was a little disappointed at the uh, at the immediate uh, you know write up. It just felt kind of forced. Um, right. It wrote, it wrote like some PR guy wrote it, but uh, you know when he got on camera and kind of you know looked in the camera, you know, he started I, I mean, about it. You know, he had to convince I, his teammates, and you know, I mean, they're yeah. invested in him. You know, they need him if they want to get to where they want to get to. I mean. You lose your quarterback, right. you know, going into the season. I mean, that's never on the table until a man retires. But, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's a little disappointment in some of the things that came about. It, it is. I think that's more of it than anything else. Because, I mean, Drew Brees was looked at as, and I think he still is, one of the nice guys of this game, you know, in, in football. I mean, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I mean, he's a hero to us, you know, yeah. on the Gulf Coast region. You know, I mean, but we're – You got to be careful with heroes. You know, you don't want to – do uh, athlete worship and, you know, you, you, you no, I mean, look, look at the whole picture, you know, they're, they're – And that's, that's something to get out there. Not just what, you know, they may say after the game. Well, no, absolutely. I mean, you got to take your – you know, let's be real. I mean, let's – the elephant in the room. I mean, look, we won a Super Bowl and Darren Sharper, we all know what happened with that. He had a tremendous season that year. But, you know, we feel a little bit of a type of way knowing what happened with Darren Sharper, the rape charges and whatnot. I mean, this guy had an epic season that year. I mean, it's hard because – I mean, look at Kareem Hunt. You know, Ray Rice never made it back. I mean, we see how Kaepernick's been treated. You know, these athletes, you know, sometimes there's other things going on. You know, uh, I'm a huge Cubs fan, Addison Russell, you know, uh, domestic violence. He was never received the same way by the Cubs community after being on that epic 2016 World Series championship team. I mean, 
like you said, these guys are human beings. I think that's where we have to start at too. Like you say, I mean, they, they, they do have a life and I mean, they gotta carry themselves a certain type of way because you're a public figure. Uh, Breeze to me has been nothing but a class act. I, I don't want to hold AD against him with one statement. I, what, what really made me feel good about Breeze was the quick response because let's be real, man. And, and I don't want to go too political, man, but we know we've got a certain leader that doesn't apologize for anything, no matter how wrong it is. And Breeze, I like the fact that, you know, he didn't choose to take that route. He saw the effect it had on teammates like Malcolm Jenkins, obviously Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, et cetera. You know, he got flack from LeBron James even, uh, you know, guys all around the league, Ed Reed, Steven Jackson, the, the NBA former NBA player. Um, he was quick to kind of kill it. And I think that that's really important to me, the fact that he came out right away. He didn't just simmer down any longer. He went ahead and knocked it out the park, gave his rebuttal. And I think, honestly, I think it's pretty genuine, man. I'm not going to say maybe every word for words 100%, but I, I'm taking them for the most part. You know, I'm going to stand by him. I honestly believe, it, you know, I think he feels a certain way. I mean, his political view might be a little different from that of Michael Thomas or Malcolm Jenkins, but that's fine. We, we can, yeah. That's the world. We all don't agree on the same thing, you know. Yeah. It's just a matter of acknowledging the situation of how detrimental this is to the world, you know, what happened with George Floyd, you know. And I think Breeze is getting a better understanding. I think he talked to his teammates, and I think, you know, he's in, in a better place now. Yeah, I mean – I think a lot here, a lot of people out here commenting and they haven't really watched the whole thing. So uh, I'm going to just put it on real quick so we can give it a listen. Yeah, let's, let's hear what Breeze had to say. Somewhere. And yeah, um, this is on Yahoo Finance. I didn't like the timing of the interview at all. I think Yahoo did us a little bit of a disservice by releasing it at this time. I think that was part of the problem as well. How do you think the NFL will and should respond to that? And, of course, you're such a leader – in the league, uh, what is your set him up with that when you train. Uh, right. Like this for the rest of your teammates and, and players in the league? Well, I, I will I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better. And that we are all part of the solution. That's, that's it in its entirety, uh, minute 44. Um, you know, pretty pretty powerful stuff. Um, you know, I mean, he said a lot of stuff that was right. I mean, you know, honestly, right to the whole thing. Right. I mean, you know, he I, mean I, I respect everything he said. I honestly do. And that's 
That's the problem with this world. People need to do something once on one side. The thing is, the thing that has people so mad is it's kind of like moving the goalpost. You know, you you, you Mm -hmm. say something that you know is kind of tone deaf to what's going on in the world today. I mean, the timing is terrible. You got to know a lot of your teammates, people that you count on to get you a championship. Let's be honest; it's not just Drew Brees. Everybody on that team that got that team a championship. Um, no, I mean, you, I get that. As the I, I, a billion-dollar franchise, I think you need to kind of, you know, know what know uh, what people are going to like. Empathize with your fellow man, you know. Well, yeah, I think he needs to do that. I think that's in the process of happening. I don't think Drew made any. You know, look, here's my thing. That's, that's the way it makes him feel. I mean, look, dude, we all have a connection. You know, whether somebody, uh, a relative that passed yeah. on. You know, I mean, my grandmother. I watched a Cubs game this summer. That takes me back to. The childhood watching games with her then winning the world series was a special moment for me i mean you know what i'm saying so i understand him connecting up with his grandfather and you know going back to you know the thoughts of war and, and, and look man I, I appreciate that a million percent and i don't think you know and, and that's real special degrees but he got you know at the same time you got to acknowledge that it goes beyond you you're one of millions you know and there's for someone else when they hear that anthem they're thinking of inequality you know so you got to respect all sides of the coin you know both sides of it i mean i appreciate breeze's passion a million percent but at the same time like you said he needs to be well on the subject at hand more worried about you know somebody kneeling for the flag and people that are getting murdered in the streets let's call it what it is it's murder on camera yeah, no world to yeah, see there's no doubt about for that the world yeah. to see like the shit's on camera now like Shit that you might have got away with, you know, back in the day. Right. Everybody's got a phone, and you're going to see right. everything these days. Well, look, listen, here's my thing. It's a happy to you may see it. I think, um, I think people just are so quick to judge a side, too, man. They, they figure, hey, if you're with Breeze, you must be a racist, you know, hard right-wing conservative oh, or something. That and that's, that's nothing further from the truth. There's nothing further from the truth than that. I mean – no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's a lot of people. Of what he said, you know, there's I a lot really of people. get behind, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, just kind of understand what's going on in the world today. I mean, you know. No, but that's educate, there's a group of people that's going to always people. feel that way. But there's a group that's going to lean one way or another. There's going to be that group that's, oh, well, if you, you support meet, George Floyd, you you're for everything that's right. this or that. You can if you support like somebody does and not hate the person. Well, absolutely. The problem is we can't have an opinion anymore everything is on video everything's on social media you have an opinion you're automatically putting this you know category and, and to me I, I it upset me i put a thread on it earlier like about it's either yin or it's yang there's nowhere in the middle there's no gray area it's yin or yang. for example for example on that thread earlier i put a thread out about breeze apologizing i thought that was important i put that on my facebook page i thought it was very important that he did that this morning well, well what do i get release the video i get responses but look at the responses I get. If you could go down the responses, I've got, oh, why is he apologizing? What, what did he do wrong? Release Michael Thomas. Release Malcolm Jenkins. There's asinine comments on there. That, that's asinine. You know, I mean, and there's some people that, if you, you feel know, like that, I don't believe you should be watching football. Well, that's the problem because if that's the case, if you're, willing to, this, if you're willing to let everybody go and have a, you know, a, a four-win, five-win team just to satisfy this guy not having an opinion, just be quiet. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You over here have an opinion. You know, it's the whole team. I mean, everybody's got – it's like opinions of assholes. Everybody got one. Well, well, look, here's my thing. 
I mean, it's not even, and, and that's the thing, man, it, like Burroughs said, you know, it's not about politics, it's about human rights. That's why I think it gets so silly, but people want to move it into a political situation. They want to label somebody, oh, against Breeze, you're for this, or for that. If you're, you know, that's what I'm saying, that's what aggravates me so much, man. You can't, people want to put labels and they, and they think they can stereotype everyone into a certain class without hearing all the details, and that's the problem, man. No, I can't accept that's the thing about Both the world. Sides. There's billions of us, and all of us is different. But you know, well, absolutely, we're not going to agree with somebody. Thing. You know, this person against what this person does. Like you, if you if you treat any group of people like the worst among them, you know that that's you know that that's stereotyping. And well, what what makes that, that's the reason why is, there's division. Well, we gotta find well, things we can great. we can we can come together on. Come together right now. You have 32 teams in this league. If all 32 – I mean, that's what I'm saying. If everybody root for the same team, what league you have? You have no league. You need you need everybody to have an opinion. I mean, you got 31 other fan bases in this league in NFL. I mean, look, there's Democrat, there's Republican, there's so many different types of religion. Um, you know, black, white, woman, man, you know, many nationalities. We're all different to an extent. Nobody has the exact same makeup and beliefs. I mean, uh, you know, it's silly. The problem is people, everybody thinks they're right and everybody wants everybody to agree with their opinions. I mean, we run into this with friends of ours, you know, who know they, they know who they are, that come up with crazy, you know, political points or whatever. And that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, but you're never going to change my mind. I'm never going to change yours. That's what I understand is constant anger that's directed at people over something that they feel. I mean, I, I don't understand that people Honestly, are judged I, so fast. All of us, ain't none of us perfect. All of us got something to fix. And you know it needs to start. You need to start as a person level. You know you gotta you gotta try to make yourself better. You don't make absolutely you're not uplifting yourself, and you're not helping anybody around you. And if you, it is too much hate out there. You just want to put negativity out there. I mean that's not getting us anywhere. They no, need, and, and, uh, and that's you know, messages of love out there. That's that's what it is. I mean, look, dude, I, I'm all about. I was for so much what Michael Thomas had to say with. With Mal I respected Malcolm Jenkins' words, Marcus Colston, all these guys, you know, the Saints players at New Breeze personally, that's the opinions I value. I didn't really care, no offense, I didn't care about LeBron, didn't really care about Ed Reed as much, you know, other players. I respect their views, but what really, to me, the people at New Breeze firsthand that were friends of Breeze, colleagues of Breeze, I mean, that's where it matters. This is the international most. world. A lot of those guys have crossed paths. Right. Oh, no, absolutely. But I'm saying, but it mattered to me that the guys that knew Drew Brees really well, when it affected them the way it did, that had to be corrected right away. You know, from a personal standpoint, for a team yeah, standpoint, to go forward. the hometown team, of course you're going to. Absolutely. You know, but, I mean, that's. Your, your own players are saying, like, over, like, right. some asshole that plays for some other team. Well, that's what I'm saying. You value that a little more. That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, that's the closest, the closest of a guy like Michael Thomas and Brees. You know what I mean? Teammates for the last few years. And, you know, they're going to be teammates again this year. That, that's, to me, the important relationships to repair right away. But there's always a lot of outside noise. Everybody wants to hate. Listen, man, you can support what Michael Thomas said, and you can have your Drew Brees jersey hanging in the background of your podcast. That's nothing wrong with that. I think everybody with this whole choosing a side bullshit, go pick your side and go sit in a corner somewhere in the middle of nowhere because there's no room for that shit. We need more unity. We need understanding that people do think differently and have different opinions. Uh, look, this aggressive mindset where everybody thinks they're right, that shit's got to go, man. Uh, I mean, it's just the world we live in. I don't know if I mean, coronavirus, I don't know if it's bad leadership in the country. I don't know what it is, but it's got to go, man. We need some sports back. 
Um, hopefully, we move on for this. I'm, I'm friends with. I'm friends with people of all different kinds, you know. Absolutely. Uh, from uh, white people, you know, uh, I, you know, my cousins are black. Um, you know, my I have a, I have another cousin who who married a Mexican, has a, a Mexican kid. You know, and right. it's cool to you know have you know diversity, man. By diversity and learning from different people's life experiences. Absolutely. You know, it's what well, gives hey. culture. You know, and that's you know. Yeah. You know uh, rich cultured um, place in the world, right here. Absolutely. I mean, whether it be yeah, pole ball and like let's let's hammer this shit out. Absolutely, man. And and I think that's what I'm saying. I hope it's. I hope let's let's be real. I hope we get better from this. I hope um, you know people come together from it. You know, I think preparing it right away was really important. I think you know. I think that's in the process of happening. Um, why is you that know, the reason to come out and, and, and apologize, you know, to the to the gay people as well? Right. Absolutely. Right. I mean, there was some shame with some of them groups, you know. You know yeah, you, I mean, I, there, there was some stuff with that back in the day. I mean, I think Reese quickly denounced it at that point, too. I mean, he was involved with a company, uh, um, institution that was um, very anti-LGBTQ, and he came out right away back then. Honestly, he did, you know, I negate see, his involvement. Tell me you couldn't see. I could see Drew Brees running for president someday. Like he's he, that guy I mean, he certainly qualifies that kind know? of guy. He's got yeah. that moxie about him. I think he's a trustworthy guy. He might have – look, I respect Brees. I think, he's a guy, I think, that's got his values together. I don't think he's I think a fake. He's smart as I think hell. he knows I mean, who he is. He's he, a good person. To, you know, he might need to take a few classes and learn, you know, learn, learn and meet some, some more diverse people and, and, you know, hang out with the – you know, with the receivers and the and the defense a little more often, you know. I think he's got that in him. I mean, remember, we see the things of him dancing and rap, you know, rap music, kind of hanging out, having a good time last year. He was like, he was at the club, acting a fool with his teammates last year. Although, I mean, I think he's – I just – like I said, I think it was just a bad – the timing was really bad. I mean, if Breeze says this six months ago, I'm going to be real with you. I don't think it gets played out nearly, nearly as much. The fact yeah. is we've had these horrible – situations happen, you know, um, the murder on the West Bank. I mean, we had the Georgia situation, George Floyd in Minneapolis. So many terrible events like this. My I'm man, Memphis, the barbecue owner, got shot, got shot hanging out with his friends outside outside of his own restaurant. It's sick, man. It, it, uh, but, you know, it, and, we got to be The worst part about it is they heard gunshots because somebody, one of the police fired in the air. Well, look, man, listen. I know we um, – it's sick, man. And, you know, they got to get better. They're, they're, a lot of us have to improve. I mean, police are just like anybody else. Like the industry I worked in for many years, there's bad people and there's good people. And the same thing holds uh, applies to cops. I think we just got to get better as far as training. we got to find the right people. And, it, you know, let's it get these people out of here who don't belong. You know I mean? The guys who, you know, can't do the job mentally or have that, those types of feelings, we got to find them and wean them out of the situation. Um, Real quick, man, I want to talk about this. I mean, I know we went and we deservingly so we spent a lot of time on that uh, topic with the whole Breeze incident. Uh, but, man, we we got word the NBA's coming back, man. Pelicans, I know you – see a Lakers fan, obviously. But you got to be happy, though, man. We're, we're getting basketball. We're getting uh, some b-ball. I'm, I'm happy about it because, you know, I there was like maybe a few weeks where I mentally had given up on the season coming back, honestly. Right. Same like, here. The height of um, – you know, coronavirus, but, um, 
and I'm, there's a part of me that still is really, really, really worried about, um, you know, a secondary spike in coronavirus, especially, you know, with the, I mean, you know, I, I definitely respect people's right to protest, but, you know, just having that many people bunched in together and then mm-hmm. when those people go back, you know, if there's some corona in there, you know, not everybody. It definitely contributed to us. Ask for help, but, you know, when you're taking tear gas and you're hacking up coughing on everybody, you know, that's a, you know, that, that worries me. Uh, I'll just put it like that. But um, Well, let's hope, let's hope that. that there's a, I mean, we got to acknowledge the fact that there is a chance that this is a fucking mirage and you're going to be really fucking disappointed. But I, Listen, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, listen, I, I hope the, the worst is behind us with Corona, but we can't be naive at the same time. We can't be, you know, we can't be caught with our pants down. You know what I'm saying? You can't be Pee Wee Herman in a movie theater here. You got to be ready to be prepared for anything that comes your way. Most people masking up, so, you know. Yeah, you gotta mask up, responsible. And people that are not masking up are solely getting with the mask deal. Well, listen, I I think things, I think people are figuring out, but basketball, man, we got 22 teams, it appears, right? That's the word, Adam Silver's going with a 22 team uh, invitational, right? That's gonna play a soft schedule. And yeah, I think we uh pretty much. I mean, I can't I can't take total credit because I read the shit off the internet. But uh, the <laughs> teams uh that we we spoke about uh, I think we talked about twenty two teams because you can cut like ten right off the top. You right. Know, they just have teams that didn't teams. deserve to be there. They yeah, don't yeah, deserve yeah. that. Yeah. And the thing I love it's is it's not equal across the board. Like, fuck. Mm. If y'all East teams can't get to 500, y'all don't y'all don't really need to be playing. Y'all could no. be playing craft or going on vacation or something. If there's I'll a close to 500 team to the West you know? 10 seed, they need to be in before the, the under 500 seven seed in the East. You know what I mean? That, that's what I mean. Yeah, the East, fuck that. The East has been getting away with that shit for years. This needs to be the way. And hopefully this changes some things for the future because the West is still obviously deeper. Um, but, hey, man, I, I mean, from a Pelican standpoint, man, I'm ready – um, you know, I'd love to see what Zion looks like at this moment. You know, I think some of our veteran guys need to rest, like J.J. Redick and uh, Derek Favors. Brandon yeah, Ingram is I'm not going to lie to you. I know it's, you know, I, I mean, Allen Iverson, he he let us know that it's just fucking practice. But I mm-hmm. want to see guys on the court just scrimmaging, you know? Well, Yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. I'm ready, dude. I'm just ready for some basketball. Baseball, unfortunately, not the same – uh, luck so far. The owners have, you know, won against the uh, players' uh, proposal to play 114 games. I'm hoping they just meet somewhere in the middle, but right now the, the talks are pretty much stagnant from what we're hearing after that uh, dismissal. So I'm hoping baseball gets it together. You know, I'm a big of a baseball fan I am. I'm hoping they get that role in early July. Are, but it's just great to see I think the NBA. You're most optimistic about baseball. Uh, yeah. I mean, baseball to me had the ability to play double headers, they had the long you know, season to play, I thought they had a lot of time to catch up and at least they get a 100, 120 most, game season. They just had the most don't give a fuck owners. Probably. Well, their owners would be a total piece of they shit. I, any, any of their fans or their players. Let me ask you this, though, man. I know you're very, you're a little bit more sensitive to the corona thing than me, and I'm not saying anything wrong with that. I'm a little bit That's more. Just, uh, you know, I, what, over 100,000? No, no, I'm, I'm just saying, no, I'm not talking shit here. I'm just saying I'm, I'm more the belief that I think we're heading in the right direction. I feel pretty confident. I'm not saying to be naive about it, but I'm confident that we're going in the right direction. It shows that there's always a secondary spike. I mean, it, it could it, be. It, these, some of these things happened a while ago before the, 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 inter, the internet age, but uh, it just, 
you can't ignore history. Well, let's let's get into this. This is what I'm getting at here. Okay, right now we're going to phase two here in Louisiana. New Orleans itself is still kind of weaning some things out. I mean, I talked to a restaurant owner today that said they're going to be going on a, a, a kind of a low-key, you know, limited basis where they're allowing people in more so. I don't want to say that restaurant because the guy didn't want me to, but uh, one of my favorite spots. But anyhow, they're um, they're opening up things phase two. Okay, we're getting we're here at seventy five percent capacity at restaurants. Bars are getting to twenty five percent, I believe. I think it's fifty percent if they're serving food. I might be wrong in those numbers, but Home Depot and Lowe's, like I said, you've seen thousands of people in there. Some stores in the mall are in there. Petri dishes. Right, but but here's my thing: if you can do all this, why can't we put a ballpark or an arena and fill it at twenty five percent capacity and make people wear masks right now? Because I'm saying if every other business, if we're like shopping malls and restaurants and grocery stores, I mean, I go to Rouse's and there's 200 people in Rouse's, half of which don't have masks. But if we make it a mandatory mask issuing, we're very cautious about the way we do things at a venue. Why can't we have some fans at games? I think that would do wonders. Uh, If you can can space it out right, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean – Obviously, and they should be able to do this. You gotta, have some, you gotta have some people pissed off. No matter what you do, you're gonna have people pissed off. Just... But people have to understand it. You know, I mean, people I know like the dance and they're, they're gonna have to get behind it. Um, right. You, my question: What about this? Uh, it's gotta be a lottery system. Check it's gotta this be a shit out. No, 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 no. I got an idea. I just thought about it just now when you were just talking about that. <laughs> what if you have season ticket holders uh, alternate games? That's everybody a I've heard that. I've heard that. Five percent capacity. About How about everybody get a fourth of the game? It's a, it's random. You know, you don't get yeah. the, uh, the people that. Or, or what about this? The but you know, there's gonna be people over. They say, no, I agree. Not, everybody has to pay packages. You pay more for the for the better games. What about that? How you, I agree. You I think they got to figure happen. that out now. They got to get that going now. Start that process. Go to work. Run offices. That's how you Chicken make up offices. some of that. That's how you make up some of that. Uh, some of that money. Yeah, the re- people that, that have money. Revenue, people that have money. They don't give. They don't give a shit what it costs. No, to get in the but game. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I would like to see. A, I would like to games. see. I would like to see ten thousand people at a Cubs game rather than no people at a Cubs game. Same thing with an NBA game. I'd love to see an NBA playoff game or tournament game with five or six thousand people rather than no rather than new people. I, the fans do a lot for the game. The players have been. Sport. Say this. that showed the way with in this aspect it's not really a sport it's wrestling you know, right showed, look how shitty it showed, is with no fans. how shitty of a product it is with no oh fans. my god i can't even watch it i, I wasn't watching it's unwatchable it, it's totally unwatchable without fans that's what i'm saying it's so terrible i mean now i feel a different type of way about it feels it. like basketball football baseball but i still want to see some fans man no, what it is, i'll tell you what it is, is a big reason to go to a game as my good friend back in the day would say Shit's just practice. That ain't what we get up for. This ain't the game I love. Practice. It doesn't feel right. The feel is everything. I mean, a player like, dreams yeah. of walking into a sold-out, you know, Madison Square Garden, you know, uh, Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, Lambeau Field, Superdome. You want to see thousands of people there. You know what I'm saying? Look around empty seats and a few guys – you know, with cameras, you think you're filming a porno or something in there. I mean, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? I want to see fans, man. That stupid Absolutely. fake crowd noise and putting mannequins in there. I mean, Korea, they put mannequins in the seats. 
I don't buy that. I don't want to see that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my honest opinion on it. This is my opinion. For a long time, I was, I mentally accepted playing in empty arenas when it looked really bad. But uh, I'm coming to the, I'm coming to yeah. the feeling that the one thing you have, the, this is the one thing that, that fucks up a lot of shit. How are people going to get to their seats? Because no matter how you space it out, you're going to have a, a shit ton of people in the hallways. They're going to have to have some kind of velvet rope type thing. You know, there's going to be passageways, you know, caution tape, whatever. I mean, look, they're going to have to change, look like restaurants. I mean, I went to Parkway Bakery recently, and, I mean, you have to drive up, talk to a guy in a tent. They call a guy in a walkie-talkie. You go drive in, guy in a golf cart comes and brings you your po' boys. I mean, anywhere, the joint, you know, normally is such a casual place to chill out and hang out in the bywater. you got to go walk up to the corner. And then they make you stand so many feet away after you that's take not, the order. You know, I mean, everybody had to like change a, the game. That sounds like a fucking drug operation. It does sound like that. It's, <laughs> I mean, fuck. Look, I mean, look, you I'm little, just saying, you man. Little, you a little hemp with your, with your po' boy? Can you put a little extra, you know? Shit. I don't know what they put on some of that stuff, man, but that those burnt ends, man, at the joint, man. I tell you, I could eat that shit all day long. That's man. what they did to jeans. They had some of that shit on the grill. Yeah, jeans had to have crack on those hot sausage cool boys. I'm sorry, because I've got patent hot sausage from just about anywhere, and that shit never tasted as good as it did at jeans, man. You knew that, man, they threw some bullshit cheese on there and some patent hot sausage, but that was the best damn hot sausage on earth. I would tell you what it was. You know what it was? Crack. The bread. <laughs> huh? The bread. The bread. <laughs> bread worked perfect with that shit. The bread was made of reaper, man. That's <laughs> simple as that. It's like Cheech and Chong, man. man. What they transporting weed in a van? No. The van is made of weed. I think the bread's huh. just, it might be the hemp product, man. I think our message is, you know, you just have to meet people in the middle, you know. Me in the middle. Love each other. I mean, I, I joke. We don't have to all love each other, but. You know, we have no. to respect each other, and we have to respect each other's right to live and yeah. have an opinion. You know, that asshole that lives two doors down on my right side, he can still be that asshole that lives two doors down on my right side. But I'm gonna respect him. You know, simple as that. I, I hear some horrible shit. always have to like somebody and respecting someone. I hear some horrible shit all the time, and you know, I just smile in their face. And I say, it sucks that you. That that you think about hating people so much that it can yeah. you. you need you look like you haven't taken a good shit in a long time. So Yeah, it's no fun going through life just with all that hate, man. I mean it's yeah. just enjoy yourself and you have positive thoughts. Have good time time bad. You could be Absolutely. concerned about, you know, the future for the kids, but you gotta love life in the moment because you only got one. Absolutely. Life. Absolutely, man. It's more well, look, I guess you have more friends and associates, but we gotta well, get out of here. Yeah, Let's man, get out of here. I guess we're going to have music, some more guests uh, soon. With the music uh, going to take us out. Take it out, brother. I'll, I'll uh, finish my beer and go ahead. Take us out. Yeah. They, Bring it to close. Don't have anything to promote, huh? Um, let's always promote the site, tailgate504.com. I always want to send a shout-out to our guys with Savoy Sausage, uh, the great Boudin and Andui Sausage they got over there, Nola Express Courier. They deliver anything. Uh, Three for ten, our boy Walt, man. I love his apparel, man. Walt does the music thing with his brother. Um, our, our guys tomorrow, uh, Pat Riley and Poncho, the dancing bear himself, um, will be there with Mr. Meaner tomorrow night. Mr. Meaner, BNC.
Oh man, I'm gonna be live for that one. I'm gonna have to tune. I'm gonna have to tune in. Yeah, hopefully Poncho doesn't go into his childhood too much and put us to sleep. But uh, oh, six o'clock tomorrow. He's in. He's in. Peace out. Thanks for sending y'all. All right.